Start in T minus ten seconds. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. We have ignition. It's Jim Bob Bubble Shorts again, and uh, we're here for another episode of Unconstitutional Awakening. And today with me, I have Adam Gonzalez Levi. Is that how we pronounce your last name? Yeah, Levi Levi. Okay, awesome. He runs. He's he's big in you know from my perspective. I've been watching him grow for a little while, and he's getting big in the liberty field. And he's been you know out there trying to spread the message as best as he can, and in his own way. And like, I enjoy the way he's waking people up because I feel he touches on things that everybody should really pay attention to and be a part of and so i'm gonna let him take the field and talk a little bit tell us about yourself bud all right uh thank you for allowing me to be on your show i've been following you since uh you got on tiktok and you had like zero followers and i was like uh, because i i i i followed you on some other platform and um and then i just saw you blow up on tiktok and i was like wow that's awesome Thank you. Thank you. And um, so a little bit about me. Uh, I was born in Mexico, uh, Ojinaga, Chihuahua, which is like a little border town right across the border from uh, Presidio, Texas. And uh, <clears throat> I came to the United States when I was uh, five. And, um, you know, I was that new Mexican kid that like, shows up in weird clothing and doesn't speak any English and has to go to ESL classes and all that. <clears throat> and um, so I was raised in a little town called Holcomb, Kansas, a, a little suburb of a little, another little town called Garden City, Kansas. All right. A small city. And uh, when, when I was about 14, I had a lot of Liberty growing up like that back, back then, like, uh, you could just, I mean, there was no internet. And so right. the kids would just play outside all summer long, like from sun up to sun, sundown, a little bit after that too, on the street, just, I mean, you, you just wouldn't come home. Right. And uh, <clears throat> so I had a lot of liberty. And when I was about 14, I started, uh, my, my parents would always get me, because I enjoyed it, into like uh, martial arts, uh, uh, schools and and uh, combat sports clubs like boxing and wrestling and um, when I was 14 I 
I had like a, you know, I started figuring the world out. I was like, what am I going to do here? Like, I'm already 14. Like, what, what am I supposed to do? I'm not a little kid anymore. Which direction am I going to take in life? And, uh, you know, in, in, I, I was teaching karate at a assistant teacher, you know, at a karate studio. And, uh, I would see a lot of people coming in, uh, to the studio who would attract like, you know, eccentric people and just people that just wanted to, uh, you know, uh, have higher performance in life. And, uh, <clears throat> one of those people, I, I could, I always, I could always tell, like, he was like a really happy guy. And I was like, and I had some questions about some tattoos. Like I was thinking about getting tattoos on my arms. And I asked him about it just, you know, cause as a 14 year old, you don't know what is going on. You don't know who to believe. That's when you start to figure out that not everyone's Catholic or, or like not everyone's evangel evangelical or whatever. Sure. Type of sure. And you know, probably start noticing things. I mean, I'm, I'm sure your family came here in hopes of like the American dream type deal. You know, that's what brought you guys here. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then I guess at, at 14, you start realizing things. Um, I mean, do you mind asking, was it, has it been tough at times that people just judged you because you are of Hispanic descent and giving you a hard time about that? Oh, yeah. Um, well, I've experienced direct racism okay. plenty of times in my life. Like, you know, just like angry uh, rednecks. For no know? reason, huh? For no reason. One time I got kicked out of a gun store because I was wearing my hat on backwards. Oh, my Lord. You know, stuff like that. I've been called, a, you know, I don't know what platforms you're putting this on. but I've Rumble called, is where we're going for the only part right now on my website. Yeah, I've been called, you know, uh, uh, racist names. Um, yeah, I've experienced that. I've also experienced, uh, like, like, subconscious racism. And, and so... So I, I guess this is kind of a weird question, but I guess does like, is that, is that kind of stuff? Like, did it ever deter your feelings toward the American dream or whatever? Or did it, did it make you feel? Oh. <laughs> well, I didn't, I didn't really think of it as the American dream. I, I think, I think of white people as colonialists. <laughs> of course. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, I, I've so, heard it before. So, Absolutely. So a little bit about like, cause, cause if you want to get real deep into it, what Hispanics are, because I've done my ancestry. I, I used to be a Mormon. All uh, right. Anyways, uh, what what I am, okay, is I come from white people, mm -hmm. which are from Portugal, according to Ancestry.com. I don't know. Either way, Portugal, Spain, um, white uh, Europeans. Right. And then they, they came to the, to the Americas. And my native ancestors uh, interbred, and so that usually happens. Um, there was a lot of wars, of but there, there was also just people hooking up. Um, if you do, you know, white people think they're they're white and they're purebred, but if you go back into your history, oh, absolutely, you know, you got different types of white people that hated each other that that, that were ethnocentric and and well, just thought that the other whites were like well i mean you, if, you, if you really put it into perspective if you want to put it into perspective within 20 generations you have like a couple hundred thousand 
grandparents because of the way you know that just because because you've got two sets of grandparents for each parent that you have and it keeps going back and keeps going back and people don't realize that that even even people of you know different ethnic color descent that you know that could have been a gene that carried on that you know you didn't even realize you could have whites and blacks and hispanics and of all kinds falling way back you know what i'm saying like just, yeah. just the way the genes are all mixed up in 2022, yeah. we're all mutts, to be real with you. For sure. And I mean, if you go back into the history of the world, um, you know, I do believe we all came from like maybe somewhere around Egypt, uh, you know, the cradle of civilization. And we were probably what, what I believe is that we were probably like Australopithecus. Like, okay. you know, like I, I believe in evolution to a high degree. All right. Degree of evolution. And I believe that the original Adam and Eve uh, were like monkey people, like apes. I mean, we're still apes. We're primates. Um, we're homo sapiens. But our ancestors, I think, have been evolving, I, I, just like in the theory of evolution. And then, you know, they started uh, warring against each other. They would, you know, uh, travel and then they would do their own thing. And then, like, hundred years later they wouldn't acknowledge the other tribe the other clan sure. i mean your people the the white people from europe have a long history of like warring against each other just like and evolving in that way and then you know there came a time where the europeans could travel because of technology with ship building and then they traveled to uh the americas mm -hmm. Um, whenever they came here, my Spanish or my Portuguese ancestors have a lot of Spanish too. Um, they uh, conquered the the natives. They the native population here was very advanced. You know, advanced. Absolutely, no, absolutely. I've done I've done lots of back research into that. I've I've got quite a few people I'm following that I'm looking forward to having on the show actually that do are big into the native native research and to show that the technology was bigger here. And, you know, it, you know, it's, it's not like reaching for points or anything like that, but I, I can actually understand a lot of the things you're saying is when you go back into my ancestry, there's one side of it is very heavy Irish, which were constantly being, you know, attacked and killed and sent off to slavery. And then the other portion of it that actually did come from here I have a lot of Cherokee ancestors. My, uh, I actually have a grandmother that was like, like big, still into it and such up until the day she died. Um, and like, it's, it, it's interesting to see, you know, the, the different aspects of history and the fact that, you know, people don't realize that at the end of the day, we're all just the modern bred human. And like, I, my goal is truly bottom unity because like, we're all just peasants, every last one of us at the end of the day. And, you know, there's people pulling the strings out there that, that have more to do with our life and with the restrictions and the things and like writing in the history, like you're talking about the erasing of history on one tribe from another, because, you know, the victor always writes the history. So like, and it's a shame because I believe just, and this is, I get told I'm radical for it, but I believe that it's America has done a good job erasing culture period with corporatization because like <clears throat> you go to these small towns and like i live near a lot of small towns and i i'll take the time to go out of the way to 
uh, buy with farmers or to eat at restaurants that are only one that exists in that small town. That's it, you know, over a chain restaurant or something like that, because like corporatization is just coming in and basically colonizing America. Like you, you can't, you can't tell me that's not what it is in a sense. Like, and they are getting rid of any and every culture that existed within this mixed culture because nobody, nobody living today, generally, generally, not nobody, but generally they're not, you know, they're not, they weren't raised farming or teaching their kids to farm or stuff like that. They were raised playing and living off the, the pleasures of the modern America peak of capitalism through the eighties and nineties. And like, it's, it's wild to me that so many people want to fight and cause problems over something as silly as skin color. Like, yeah, it's it's so important. Uh, You know, our backgrounds, uh, they're very, they're very important in who we are. Yes, absolutely. they, They create us. Yes. And so, uh, I think Americans have forgotten where they come from, wherever they come from. I think they forgot. I think black people forgot where they come from. I think white people forgot where they come from. Yes. Hispanic people forgot where they come from. And I, I blame it a lot in the public school system. And For sure. There's I, a lot of blame to go around. But all, all civilizations, uh, they, you know, they don't just spring up out of no. They don't just appear. Sure. They, they evolve. And so all the way from our uh, monkey ancestors climbing off down from the trees to today, it's been a long, uh, you know, long evolution. And so, you know, I have uh, European ancestors. I have native ancestors. They were both evolving at their own pace. Uh, I think the natives were evolved in a lot of different ways more evolved than the europeans and then the europeans were more evolved in other ways sure for instance when when the europeans landed the natives were known to bathe and they had eradicated a lot of diseases uh but whenever the europeans came they were just dirty absolutely they they you know the smallpox and all that they it wiped out a lot of natives then there was war and then the europeans were a little bit more evolved in their war tactics with their you figure you when you get into that, you've got like your first set of like Spanish and Portuguese settlers coming in in like the 1500s, and then mm-hmm. you go you fast forward 200 years to you know like the 1700s when you've got more colonization happening and more and more people coming from Europe to live in the Americas and such, and like that's 200 years. That do you know how many cross you know inner it, crossbred interbred Oh, for sure. Uh, you know, just all over the place in 200 years alone. And how many, how many subcultures we, you know, we lost to things like the Yemenese war, like that, that, that in itself split Indian nations up terribly because you had the Spanish coming in here, just brutally, you know, you know, murdering anything and everything that wasn't Spanish. Yeah. Um, I'm not originally from here in Texas. Well, I didn't, I wasn't raised in Texas, Okay, um, but my ancestors uh were from like there were there were no borders back of course yeah so they were they were just like around from like midland texas to like durango mexico durango mexico yeah that whole area that's where that's where most of my native ancestors come from and that's kind of like apache territory it's not really aztec uh, it's like in between Apache and Aztec. Yeah. 
So there were there were many cultures that uh, evolved here in the Americas, the Native American cultures. Unfortunately, it, they got lost in time. I, I mean, I'm sure we lost a lot of richness, a lot of history, a lot of stories. Uh, natives are trying to bring it back. I'm trying to do my part to to rediscover these things, but uh, it, society is what it is. So we're in 2022, and I'm like a a, a mix of things. I'm 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 kind of like what white people's great grandchildren are going to look like. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, and, and we have these, uh, you know, a lot of my, my website, adamgonzalezlevy.com. Which I can it, pull that up and share with everyone. Yeah, it's about the, these culture wars that are happening. So we have, like I said, we have a, a, a mixing uh, between the natives and the, the new waves of uh, settlers. Uh, which causes tension and culture clashes. And then we have the mixing of the clashing between the traditional, you know, like uh, fundamentalist uh, Christian white people and the modern, you know, Republican NFL watching type of white people. And then the, uh, the, the left and, and it's, and it's weird uh, postmodern kind of, weirdness that's going on right and all these things are just in the mix and this is 2022 america yeah and i mean and it really is and i mean and i guess with that said you know like what are what are your thoughts on some of what has brought us to like this point because at some points it seemed like america was headed in a better direction and then like here we are and it's just i mean you know i'll give you my opinion I believe it's the mixture of the poison we're fed, the brainwashing we're, you know, forced into through screens and such, and like the subconsciousness of things put into us by the school system or whatever. Those those three together. We can blame a lot of things. I mean, and it's kind of like the older I get, the more I'm like, should we blame it or should we be appreciative? It's kind of like, um, you know, a lot of natives hate white people they hate them they hate oh, you sure because they see you as uh colonialists that are that are here that are not supposed to be here sure and then um and i kind of see you guys that way too however um i i'm also part white like my spanish ancestors were white and they were even a mix of like other cultures way back in the day i have a lot of uh i have some spanish sephardic jew um, genetics okay and um i just i i'm appreciative kind of 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 all that you have to be you have to appreciate where you come from uh because they got you here you know obviously it, it's like battle of the fittest like who you know and and like my my home life is like my wife is white and i'm hispanic and it just makes our her cooking just that much better because i mean i get like european dishes and and mexican dishes and she makes handmade tortillas with you know european stuff and i think that combining of cultures is is just makes us better as people but it does clash we do we do clash we're clashing a lot right now 
Well, my, my first wife was actually Spanish, so I've kind of got the opposite thing going on there where um, her family came from, you've, you've got a good chunk of them that came from actually Spain and such, and then the other chunk of them did come from down in Mexico and whatnot, and so like Christmases over there were always interesting and fun, and I'll agree, like I when it come to like dinner time, that would make, it, make for some interesting meals because you've got this fusion of you know, an actual trained chef that's learned all kinds of different things. And then somebody that grew up, you know, cooking real homemade tacos and such and enchiladas. And man, I, my favorite was going to uh, my, my ex-father-in-law's house because that man could actually make some good food when it came to, you know, some homemade culture type stuff. And, and see, I've always, I've always found interest in that. Like I've, I've traveled a lot. Like I've been all over the world. I know people from everywhere and like, one thing that I love to do is learn about my friend's culture. Like I've got people from Antigua and Jamaica that like, I love that culture. I think it's one of my favorite cultures on this planet because like just the food and the camaraderie and stuff. And I think that's why I've also always loved like, like Spanish folks and stuff like, and being attracted to and hanging out with them and such, because they show so much camaraderie and whatnot. Whereas you get over into my culture and like, I can I can show you parts of the country that I've been to where like the Irish and the Italian hate each other. Yeah, they, and they're both white, and it's just because of their backgrounds that they absolutely hate one another. And if you're, you know, they just look down on you for even passing through their side of town, Buffalo, New York. I, I hate to call this place out like this, but like when I moved there in 2005, they were just now or 2006, they were just now closing what was called the Perry Projects and schools were, were unsegregating for the first time. And people don't talk about this. And people think that this was only a Southern thing, but I'm telling you in 2006 was the first time you were seeing Hispanics and Blacks move into sides of the neighborhood in Buffalo, New York that they had never lived in ever. And like, it was just so much odd chaos and me being out of place and sounding like a southern guy i was automatically getting you know judged and put into a predicament a lot of times and i'm like pump the brakes here a second guys like you got the wrong fella i understand that the folks around here are like that but like where i come from that's the last thing i'm paying attention to you want to go get a beer like <laughs> yeah. it's and just it's wild it's it's uh, a lot of the uh, conflict is what we identify as so sure. Um, like here in Texas, I mean, Texas, a lot of people, when they think of Texas, they think of white, white cowboys, I guess globally, that's what they think. Of, okay. White yeah, I can but, see that. But Texas, you know, that's why they call it six flags under Texas because, uh, over Texas or what, whatever it's called, but it's been, uh, ruled by the Spanish, okay. the Mexicans, the French, the English, and, uh, and and the U.S. Yeah. So, it, and it, you can see it in the culture if if you're well studied, if you're well read, and understand different history of humanity, you understand where these things come from, and they all contribute. Like uh, I lived in Fort Worth, and that was that was interesting while I was there to say the and least. Even even here in Texas, like the people, there's different cultures between dallas people and austin people and yeah. San Antonio people and houston people and then 
Amarillo people, Amarillo Texans and uh, Midland Odessa Texans, yeah. they don't even like each other. Like, <laughs> I mean, they, 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 you know, they have like this uh, clash of cultures. Like people, I, I live in Austin, but people think like Austin Texans aren't real Texans. And then like people want to give Amarillo to Oklahoma. Like, it's, <laughs> but all these, uh, and, you know, and like I said, my ancestors were from here. So even though I, I didn't live in Texas my, uh, my, my entire life, uh, my ancestors, I have like, I've seen uh, census, you know, documentation where yeah. they lived in Texas. They used to cross the border because no one cared. Of course. And yeah. So back in the day, um, the the borders were more lenient. Like you could cross them, um, you could go around. No one cared. There's a but yeah. There's another thing that I get called radical on because like yeah, I think your imaginary lines are kind of silly and like things have gotten over the top as far as the way they're treating other human beings coming in and out of places. Like I oh, see, yeah. I see the stuff that's going on down there like in Texas and in the Southern border and such. And then experiencing the Northern border personally, like it's crazy to think that it's, it's so wild at two different ends of the country because <clears throat> Buffalo again, for example, you, a lot of people come and go out of Canada all day long. Like it's very common for people to work in Canada, live in Buffalo and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And like, I've actually, I've, I've been given a hard time before up there and I had the, I had the federal agents or whatever, literally strip my car down to the nuts and bolts of it on the side of the road and tell me to put it back together myself to, before and get it out of the way before they had to have a tow truck remove it. But that's a whole separate story for a whole nother time. And it's just crazy that, you know, down there, you've got people that are trying to come in hopes to give themselves or their children something better. And they're thrown in a cage. Like what? Kind yeah, of and that's ridiculous one of the, nonsense that we turned into. Yeah, like the, there are some pathologies in the uh, American culture right now. One of them is postmodernism, like, uh, you know, you know the type, like the people with the blue hair and they, they want to be uh, called by different pronouns and things like that, which is all great. I'm sure, do what you and, want. Uh, I'm a, I, I, I've been a strong supporter of people doing whatever the heck they want to do without any oppression from anyone. Yes, absolutely. But there are some pathologies in that, that, uh, that culture group where it's like, they want to include everyone, which is great, but they want to do it by force. And, and it's like, whoa, hold on there. That's going to lead us in the wrong direction. There are also pathologies in the, on, on what's called the right, which is, they want freedom but they want borders they want they want freedom but only if it's their their flavor of tyranny like yeah they want they want freedom they say they want freedom yeah but but they don't understand it but they want national socialism and they say they want freedom but they want uh that's spot on like that's 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 exactly what i say about it too is that they're not they're they're they want national socialism because they're nationalists and these other ones really still kind of pushing the globalist kind of scheme and both of them can go fly a kite because both of them want to use government force to get their, to get their will forced upon the rest of us. Yeah. And so there, there are two groups of socialists really. I mean, and then there's the, the, yes. 
the Christian. So I think there's there's three uh, cultures, predominant cultures here in the U.S. There's the the Christian conservatives, the 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 ones that wear dresses and and they they're really about the the traditional family and the going to church and we have a lot of that down here in Georgia. Yeah, and I I love that. I mean, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of positive from it. Sure. Yeah, positive, good things. I have a lot of traditional friends. And I also, me and my wife kind of enjoy the, uh, the uh, you know, she cooks, I work kind of thing. We're trying to build up to that. We, that's we, that's we, what I have going on. My old lady homeschools the kids and yeah, tends exactly. farm while I'm at work. And then when I get home, I take over. Yeah, I love that. I love the traditional thing. Uh, then there's the modern uh, culture, which is like people who don't really go to church, but they're can't. Well, I'm Catholic, but I never go to church. And then they, they, you know, they they support everything they see on TV, and they watch. You know, they're all into sports and just you know making money, and they're all into like uh, excellence. Uh, you know, financial. They're very materialistic, they're- which is good. Yeah, but those are also the same people that have been telling you that if you don't do if you don't do this with your life, you're going to be flipping burgers. And then they're like, "Oh, you know, nobody wants to flip burgers now." Like, it's this. Those are the same people. Oh yeah, yeah, and they're totally. They all work for corporations, so it's it's like there there's pathologies there. There's you know little uh, shadows, and then there's and then there's the left. Well, I, I, I kind of put Republicans and like center uh, Democrats in the same thing. Sure. And then, and then there's like a like a 20 percent of society that are postmoderns and they're like, oh, they're they're like between communists and socialists, democratic socialists. And they want you to include everything and everyone and but they want to do it by force and they don't appreciate the traditional so this this all goes back to the human evolution yes like we it, the way i see postmodern you know leftists are like the they're at the stage of development that like teenagers are sometimes in where they're like they hate their parents. They don't appreciate what their parents uh, gave them. Yeah. They, they hate them. They think their parents are archaic and they don't want anything to do with them, but, but yet they're standing on their parents' shoulders. And so just like uh, individuals evolve, and this is what my website is about, just how individuals evolve, so do society. So does yeah. society. Yeah. And so... You know, America was founded, uh, well, it wasn't founded, it's been a long evolution, but um, America began, if you go back a couple hundred years, it was all traditionalist. It was all, you know, the, the, the traditional family, father and the mother and the kids, and the mother would stay home and raise the kids, and uh, they would uh, believe in the Bible and things like that. And that is awesome. And you have to appreciate that. See, that's sure. what the postmoderns aren't doing. They're not appreciating that. Um, but also they they see that the, the traditionalists are 
kind of are archaic in some ways. Like they're not, they're not nice to homosexuals. They judge them. They, uh, they, they're very ethnocentric. They, they don't really care about black people. They don't care about Hispanics. They, they, they feel it as us versus them. Um, so, you know, going back into evolution before the traditionalists were the, the tribal people and tribal people are even worse. I mean, but you have to appreciate them too. Sure. I, I believe, I, I believe that everything, all like diff, all of these different subcultures and ideals and stuff like this, I believe even, even the ones that people don't like, I believe they have the right to exist as long as they're, you know, not forcing their beliefs on other people and they'll let me volunteer to do the things that I choose to do over here and stuff like that, because that's where all these ideologies go wrong is they want to force the entire mass of people to do something. And that's where I feel America goes wrong with things is because we have so many cultural indifferences and so many different cultures mixed into one place that you can't put one blanket over the top of everything and expect it to follow that set of protocols because we all don't think that same way. But I, I believe that, you know, it's crazy to talk about, but balkanization, because like, just like natives and such did prior to all of this crazy thing, sure. They had some, you know, bad guys and you're going to have bad guys throughout history, no matter what, but like they, they respected that there was different cultures scattered throughout the entire nation and they respected each culture's rules and such like that. Like if you, like if you were in a native from the Cherokee nation and you happened to end over there in the Apache nation, if you were not willing to follow by their rules while visiting, it was probably bad upon your head or something like that. You know, just, and I know this is a generalization example, but I'm just saying like, like you, you should be able to, like, I, I respect the stuff that the, you know, that 20% subculture wants to do. They want everybody included. Cool. But putting a gun to my head and telling me that if I don't include everybody isn't the way to get it done. And it's the same goes for this up the other side, you know, that's like, well, I, you know, God and white is right and blah, blah, blah type stuff. Like you, 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 you got to take that somewhere else too, buddy, because like, that's still holding a gun to my head and telling me that if I don't do it your way, it's wrong. And I, and I feel people fail to realize that government is force. And that's totally why, why I'm here. Like that's, that's my biggest thing to put out there is I want to give, show people, you know, that government is force and that they need to take that into their thoughts and stuff. And we need stronger communities coming together. You know, even if it's smaller community, start your own community. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's, we have got to step out from this blanket because this blanket, I think is the biggest thing that has led us down this path to where America is today. As far as the just amounts of tension and hate, like you, you, I see you go out in the street and talking to people. I've got some of those videos pulled up too. And like, I appreciate that because myself going around in public, you can feel the tension in the air. Like, it's just ridiculous that there's so much tension in the air and it makes me notice things because, you know, you don't, you don't see, you don't see grandmas sitting on the porch anymore watching everybody going up and down the street, you know, waving at folks. You don't see, you know, you don't see the old man. I don't see it as much as I used to, but all the old men that met at Burger, at Burger King or McDonald's Sunday morning to sit there and have coffee and 
you know, harass the other people that were in there. Sure, maybe they were causing a stir or whatever, but the point about it is, is you just don't see camaraderie anymore. And like my daughter's in softball and like I've I have yet to see one of the parents go out of their way to to speak. I try to go out of my way to speak to everybody because I want to be like, hey, how you doing? I'd like to break the ice, but like most of them just sit there and don't speak to each other and barely pay attention to their kid or they're in their phone and stuff like that. And it's just like yeah. why like why why have we left life for this like technology has divided us more than it's brought us together i think yeah i think um we can see evidence of both those things people uh you know becoming more open-minded and also people becoming more closed-minded um a thing with me is because of my history um and my my trying to figure myself out where I come from, you know what you know where I come from. What am I doing here? What should I do? Um, I've I've placed myself in in the perspective from the perspective of the traditionalist, and I've also played. I've also seen the world through the perspective of the modernist, mm-hmm. and uh, I've also seen the world through other perspectives. Uh, part of my uh, website and it's in the process of being built, but it's going to be about states of consciousness. So, um, you know, part of my native American heritage is like uh, mushrooms and uh, uh, natural, uh, you know, drugs. And um, uh, the, the natives, I think were more advanced in that area. And, um, and it's something that the, the, the Europeans lack and, I'm, I'm with a group of people that, that enjoy that kind of thing. And we're trying to, you know, the, the, the world is becoming small and we're, we're, we're trying to um, evolve as a globe. And now we, we don't have any choice. See, I, I know a lot of people are afraid of globalism and I'm afraid of certain ways to get to globalism, like, like just, just being global isn't, you know, we have to find a way to get there. And so I think there's, there's two ways through the free market, through trading and voluntary trade with China and, and Japan and Africa. And then there's by force and through war. And I'm trying to avoid war. I, I, I know that globalism is inevitable and uh, because of the technology, because of planes and you know cars, and we're we're traveling everywhere because of social media, we get to see, you know, and work with people from India, people from Bangladesh and China and stuff. Sure. And I, so I think it's inevitable. So uh, if if it's inevitable, we should be trying to integrate as as a species uh, in the in the in the most peaceful way possible. And, and, and that, you know, I can respect, but you've also got to look at the people that are in charge of it right now. They're not looking at it as, as that aspect. Like they're not even looking at it as a war aspect. They're looking <laughs> at it as they're, they're, they're trying to use political means to force globalization on people that, you know, which, which again, here, here we are with a forceful thing. Like, you shouldn't force anything on anybody. If some people don't want to take part, if some people don't want to take part of globalization, you know, they should be 
the they should have the right to not take a part of it. You know what I mean? Like that's that's yeah, their so, choice. So one of, one of the ways it's happening now that I don't approve of, but I get it. I mean, there, there's there's people in power that do have, I think, good intentions for humanity. Because humans are very, very, uh, they're not very civilized. Like as a species, we're primates and most humans are violent. And I mean, just ask anyone whether it's okay to infringe on someone's rights because uh, the majority votes on it. I mean, most Americans are violent. Now, see, I think that has to do with programming because I don't, I personally have seen so much bad in humans that the good that I've seen in humans proves to me the opposite. Well, there's, there's, whenever I say humans are violent, I'm not judging them necessarily. I'm just stating a fact. Like this is where we're at in our evolution. Humans are still very statist. They, they want to solve, the majority of humans want to solve everything through government proxy, through the mechanism of the state. And they, and very, uh, a very small percentage of humans want to um, find solutions to humanity's problems via the free market. And so whenever we have that, you have people in power, both in the corporate world and in the, you know, in government that see that and they see that humans are like that and they're like, oh, what, what do we do? Um, now, I'll leave that up to them. But w- what I try to focus on is just uh, I always promote free market enterprise. And so if you see that, uh, you know, if, if I see that there's a problem in society, I encourage everyone to try to solve it through voluntary means and um but you know what one person's uh view is on a social problem you know another person might see it as good another person might see it as evil correct and uh it's it's a conflict of of cultures and perspectives correct which is which is is why i lean more towards the voluntary voluntarism ideas ideals i guess or agorist ideas you know because like you I, I i believe you have the right to if you want that system to exist and you want to use a system to solve your problems like you you have that right like you have that right to group together and use a system to solve your problems but if but i if i choose to not be a part of that system like i believe that the mutual respect should be there and you should leave me alone if i choose not to be a part of that system like just like i intend to leave you alone and let you just do your thing like that's and that's where a lot of people start getting worried when like my cohorts on the page and on this show here start using that the big a word and everybody gets scared because they use anarchy and like like people don't actually understand what that term what that term derives from because they fail to do any research upon past anything what they're told and like they'll you know they'll get into this and like well we we've you know we've all had this discussion actually recently i believe on episode two you know we would not people like us and our ideals we would not have a problem with a group of democratic socialists making their own state somewhere that they followed their own rules and did their thing and whatnot like that, as long as they weren't coming over here to bother us. And the same goes for, you know, if these 
the 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 Trump folks and the crazy nonsense that a lot of them are. If they wanted to start their own state, like you you do that. Like that's that I, I believe that smaller more if there was more smaller tribe type communities, more like the Native Americans had originally planned, and more like the states were originally planned out before you know Abraham Lincoln made everybody slaves with the Thirteenth Amendment, like then what you know we would probably be in a whole lot better state than we currently are because people could choose to go to the area that followed their belief system instead of being forced under a blanket to follow the same rules as everybody else because people in texas have different desires and you know ideals and cultures like you just said spread all over than people in new york state and the same goes for like where i'm at like there's there's two entirely different cultures in Georgia now. When you used to, it used to be kind of just good old Southern hospitality. Now you've also got Hollywood. Like once you go to downtown, you can ask anybody that's been in this sub, you know, this rural area of Georgia. We don't go to Atlanta anymore because it's literally turned into Hollywood and there's no point in being up there because we can't enjoy ourselves anymore. So we just pack it up and go to the river. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, and that, that's what I try to get a, get across uh, with my TikTok channel, for instance. Yeah. My TikTok channel is a little bit different from my website. My website is all about human development, both uh, individually. Um, in fact, I've seen one of your videos. i see one of your videos made some good uh, of my friend's phone feed while I was sitting beside yeah, so, him. So, I, you know. Hang on, I'll turn it down. So, I, so yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and it's I'm barely starting it, but um, I have a background in media. Um, nice. You know, I, I've been in I was involved in politics since like 2008 with Mitt Romney, and then again okay. in 2012. I was I used to be a big Bill O'Reilly watcher when I was like a teenager. That was that's like Fox News, like yeah, that's like the, the what's his name Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson. Uh, yeah. One of one of my admin has a personal vendetta against him. <laughs> yeah, so I was a I was a very uh, Republican person back in the day, and then uh, but whenever you know whenever Obama was coming in, I was like, oh man, this is the the Antichrist. Like this is the this is the guy that's gonna make everything communist. And so I really tried with Mitt Romney in 2012 to uh, wake people up and all, all that. But and then Ron Paul was in the same race and I could just see him getting like like put to the side. Like I saw what they did to Ron Paul mm -hmm. and I was and after that, um, I said, oh, politics is fake. Like I'm not going to. I'm not going to fall for it anymore. And so after I saw what they did to Ron Paul, I just been out of politics. I got into, you know, Murray Rothbard and people like that, um, anarcho-capitalist type stuff. And for a long time, I, uh, I identified as a voluntarist, uh, anar anarcho-capitalist. Uh, See, I don't like the anarcho-capitalist because they, they still don't get it. What, what don't they get? Free markets. What don't they get about it? Oh man! You, any 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 time I bring up like like true aspects of free markets and stuff, it usually you know just 
brings brings in a, a hellstorm because you know I'll start acting asking them you know like well what are you going to do when your Amazon corporation goes de facto government on you you know like you 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 can't have you know like these gigantic corporations in your anarcho capitalist uh, society because it's not going to work your your giant corporations are going to become de facto governments every single time and i highly recommend if you haven't read it too the book markets not capitalism because it will give you a more perspective into the idea of true free markets which i'm sure you already know a lot about true free markets but true free markets and capitalism are not the same thing and i think people confuse that a lot yeah and- i think a lot of the problem with ideologies is that it makes sense you know anarcho capitalist capitalism makes sense on paper but it's not in line with with what people are capable of in 2022 we're on human beings are in a constant state of evolution and people aren't able the average 9 nine out of 10 Americans aren't able to trade freely they're just no, not they're not they're, no. they, they're 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 uh, salaried employees who go and sell their labor for a salary and they don't I'm sorry, but they don't have honesty. They don't have integrity. They don't, and they you're don't and, and you're regulated to death because these giant corporations have have made it almost impossible for you to go and start that same business yourself. Because- who votes? Who votes for the? You know, these corporations are corporations because they're uh, they have corporate status protection from the state. Who votes yes. for the state? It's these same people. and so they're just incapable they, they want to fix society not through the free market but through the government that's yeah all. yeah of course they 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 want to do it through the government but then you know just like you brought up a moment a few moments ago how you realize that the whole political scene is literally a scam like you have to also step back and realize since you understand that it's literally a scam these people aren't actually getting voted in the pe- people's votes in 2020 don't even matter like they they haven't mattered for a long time this wasn't you know i know there's the whole nonsense with the other scandal but like this has been going on since before i had lyman on lyman bishop i'm sure you're familiar with him i had him on the other day he ran for governor back in 2020 for montana and he was on here telling us how you know it left a bad taste in his mouth because they literally just if you're not part of that political campaign you're not a part of what's going on and then you know it's the uh the electoral college at the end of the day actually makes the decision because they don't actually go through and count real people's votes like the 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 ideal the idea of the <clears throat> of the american democracy is a sham and has been for a very long time like it's just the, it's just the same group the same group of people actually because i can i can prove on paper since we're talking about genetics that every single president except for martin van buren is related to each other and all related to king james but like it's it's been the same group of people running the show for 200 years now and people are just that dumb to it like when you get to looking at who the ceos of some of these giant corporations are the ceos have brothers and sisters or mothers and fathers or cousins or something sitting in political office pulling the strings for them on the, in the background and like making sure that 
all of this stuff is regulated so that only Whirlpool can produce this product. And, you know, this Frigidaire can't produce this product because Whirlpool owns the rights to this patent and this specific design. So like, you know, this company can't make anything similar or else they're going to get sued. And like, it's, it's all, it's all WWE for people who think they're <laughs> smart. Like, <laughs> yeah. And you know, I, I get all that, but you know, as I, as I personally have evolved as a person, I, I kind of, whenever 2020 happened, I just completely gave up. Like I completely gave up on trying to wake people up in that sense because sure. there's no awakening. They have to evolve naturally. They have sure. to grow naturally uh, as people. And, you know, I expected personally, uh, you know, I, I was involved for about five years in, in a uh, very purist libertarian publication called Garden City News. Okay. Um, it was my attempt to uh, dissuade America or my area of America from going in this direction that we went. Mm. And uh, whenever I saw that, and because, you know, where I'm from, it's uh, southwestern Kansas. It's supposedly conservative. But what I found out during those five years was that, um, no, they're a bunch of socialists. And so... <laughs> The America is as a whole, like Americans sure. are socialists. They're either national socialists or democratic socialists. Absolutely. And so whenever America, whenever I started seeing that churches, you know, church services were being infringed on uh, in March of 2020. And whenever I saw that, you know, Congress, uh, people would aren't, weren't being allowed to uh, congregate. I was like, okay, this, and then I, and then I had already started getting, um, you know, censored, you know, online. And I was like, oh, uh, you know, it, this is the time either Americans, either all the gun owners are going to do what they said they were going to do for the forever, or they're going to chicken out and they chickened out. For sure, uh, sure. And uh, so I said, oh, what am I doing? Sticking my neck out for these white people who, you know, you know, colonized America to begin with, you know, they, they promised, you know, the people that, that we were going to have liberty here. And it hasn't been the case. I mean, I think there was more liberty before the constitution than there was after. Well, and I mean, and that's, and that's why you have the federalist papers because there was plenty of people already trying to tell you that this was a bad idea before this even started. And <laughs> When you have the Society of Cincinnati working on the other side of this entire aspect of it, which are your people like Washington and, you know, ones that later down the line became political leaders, this today was their intention from the start. I tell people all the time, the Constitution is a piece of paper. It doesn't do anything but distract you from the reality that you are born with natural human rights. And that if you keep falling back on this piece of paper that that was worded in such a way to make it to where they could rule your life by the rule of law, like you, you, you're not, you're, you cease being free the moment somebody writes it down and, and people don't understand law and they don't understand that they don't understand maritime law either, which is a lot of what America's run under. And like, they're they're all 
lost and fighting each other and still still constantly trying to make it about each other like like well you know you you said it earlier if it wasn't for the things that took place and the colonization and such you know me you and i wouldn't be here today probably sitting here having this conversation because it would have never happened and and people need to realize though that jim bob oval shorts didn't colonize shit he didn't ask to be born here he didn't ask to be born who he was he didn't sign up for this shit like this wasn't his plan at all but here he is and he's trying to make a difference by showing people that we're all at the bottom of this spectrum we're all you know we're the kings and queens are sitting in their ivory towers laughing at us from behind the curtains while we're all out here fighting each other over skin color over over will smith slapping uh what's his name over coke or pepsi like they've literally made everything a fight down to which streaming service you choose to use like you can't you know there's always an alternative and always a reason to well this is better than that and that is better than this and and it's and it's just so profound into americans you know life that that's just the way that they think people don't realize in other countries germany is a great example in high school they have to complete a course on american propaganda before they can even graduate because they, they in other countries they teach us that 99.9 percent of what is fed to americans is nothing but staged propaganda to control their emotions and make them feel in such a such a way that they're constantly at each other's throats instead of focusing on the problem at hand which is a group of fucking evil people have been pulling the strings for a little while here and has been keeping all the riches for themselves while giving us less and less throughout the years. I'm, you know, okay. Like the, so, so I'm going to push back on that a little bit. All right. Just, just to play devil's advocate. Cause that's what sure. I do. Sure. Um, so whenever you say evil and I totally get it that the, you know, the, there are people with a lot of money who run the show in the world um but you i also see like the masses is pretty evil too i mean i've been a victim of it i've been a victim of of american statism for you know but but that's programming that's that's brainwashing that is indoctrinated into their mind well it's kind of like a um who's doing the brainwashing you know what i mean like i mean hollywood and the government the cia Yes. And yes. K-Ultra, it's all been going on for years. The, the television is literally a military weapon. I get it. You're preaching to the choir. However, I see, I see the world as like, to, you know, like, like the libertarian concept of like uh, livestock and then the farmers, right? The farmers run the show and then there's the, uh, the, uh, the sheepdogs that keep the, the livestock in their pens. Um, so how do you, or, or maybe a slave plantation, you know, so you're saying we're the slaves and then there's the farmers who run the show and they oppress us. Okay. And I totally get that. And there are very evil people with a lot of money. Um, but also how do we get out of our slave state? Like, how do we get out? Do we just complain or, or what's going on? Why can't we just jump out the fence and go do and go open our own farm somewhere? Sure. 
from from that perspective, I think humans, American humans, right now, uh, just aren't aren't ready. They're, I mean, they they are oppressed, but they also keep themselves in that oppression. Yes, and they're just evolving. I think eventually, uh, things but like uh, gig jobs are are big now, and people are starting to move in the direction of autonomy. They're they're starting not to not to necessarily do the you know salary jobs or trying they're starting their own llcs and things like that yeah. but they're not ready the average american is simply not ready to go out and 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 live as free people because they're they're not free in here and 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 that that is my point right there with the things like the television and the constant politics and stuff like that they're they're so focused on their distractions that are purposely fed to them with a with a cause behind them that you know they're not paying attention to the ones up there making all the money that are pulling all the shots because they don't care about it they want to leave it up to them to handle it and but i mean um you know they're the ones they're the same ones that are vote, voting themselves into this into these problems you know the average yeah. american supports uh gun laws they support but, uh, but now see now here's where i where i'll again i'll disagree because number numbers numbers show difference when you get into people that actually take care of take part into politics and are actually registered to vote it is less than 23% of the entire country that what that actually takes part in it like when you oh. when, when you when you look at when you look at the voting stuff that went on at this last at this last big presidential election almost almost 67% of the country took no part in it whatsoever so on a technicality no one won no one at all because the majority said f this we're not taking part of it but because but, but because they pulled the strings they continue to do as they will even when the people say no we don't want nobody there. But voting in a democratic elections or is just one way of voting. Um, the people you're you're talking about that didn't vote, if you ask them, I promise you, nine times out of ten, they're going to be status and they're going to be wanting to fix everything through the state instead of through free market enterprise. Hmm. Um, I, I guess that's a Texas thing. Oh, oh, everywhere in the United States. Because because everywhere that I've traveled, I, I see a lot. I, I, there's a lot more people that are against the government doing anything that I've found anyway. Well, you can ask them, like, do you support Biden? Do you support Trump? Everybody no, not, not even like that. Like, I, I ask, like, serious questions. Like, what are your thoughts on police and what we should do to fix you're that problem? What percentage of people, because this is, this is what I like specialize in is polling. Like I poll people okay. and this is what really woke me up to the, the sad reality of the world. Um, what percentage of people do you believe support uh, the government policing society? If you did a poll, less than half. Oh, come on. Less than half. Less than half of people you believe uh support private police no, or, no, no, no. you're saying you're saying half or more people support private police no 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 not private police now i i wouldn't I'm, I'm i must have been confused with the question there 
I, yeah. The question I thought you asked me was how many people support, you know, the government being in charge of that. And yeah, so so for instance, how many people do you do you believe in the United States, percentage-wise, at mm-hmm. all of them, mm-hmm. do you believe support the government providing security for society, police and military? Oh, for the government doing it, still well. Okay, police less than half, military way more than half. I think. You must talk to nothing but libertarians, which I, I totally agree. I mean, but but I find I, I find funny. I find more libertarians in the current age range of myself than I do anything else. A lot more of the people younger than me tend to be that dystopian, <laughs> you know, nonsense, and a lot of the folks older than me tend to be that hard, you know, conservative outlook. Yeah, where, yeah. where is that age range, which is actually the biggest part of the population, the millennial, is, is a lot more of the independent th- thinker, whether it be libertarian, Green Party views, uh, Lion Party views. Like, I, mean, I know there's a bazillion of them out there now, but like there, there's, there's more people in our age group that have realized that this is a load of crap and with us being the larger percentage of the human population that is where i come up with my answers because there's a lot of people i talk to at my age range that you know still are statist and believe in government but absolutely hate the cops and like there's a lot of people that are in my age range and younger that don't support that don't support the military because they've, they realize that it's a sham too. And like you, I mean, I do, I don't get me wrong. I go back and forth with plenty of people on a constant basis that still think the state is the only answer. And even libertarians think that the state is the only answer. And like, I, I just disagree of course entirely because I don't think the state is the only answer, but like, I, I, I just, I've always felt that, and, I, and I'm not trying to come at you any kind of way, but so please don't take offense, but like people that think that humans are naturally violent and that if we don't have a state to keep them in order, that we're, you know, it's going to be just pure chaos and evil, then they need to take a deeper look at themselves because like at the end of the day, I see more compassion in the strangest ways than I, than I, than I do day-to-day hate. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm in and out of a lot of people's houses day to day, for example. And if you've got a good look at me in real life, I'm a meme, bro. I walk around with brightly colored up to my knees, socks and cowboy boots and this sucker. And like, I deliver appliances to your house. I guarantee I get some of the most strangest looks and conversations ever. And then I get profiled a lot by the cops. I spend a lot of time with the cops because I'm a bald guy. And when I'm riding around in my hood during the winter months, I've been pulled over and ripped out of my car for a warning about following too closely and was, and was misquoted um, a law that he thought that he claimed was correct. And I was like, actually that was overturned by the Supreme court. And what you're doing is unconstitutional. And if we want to go further with it, give me a second. Cause I'm trying to record. Of course it, you know, they let me go, but like, it's 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 
the government the government is the problem and if you look through history government has always been the problem like there has never been in the history of mankind a government that has been successful but there has always been like native communities that have been successful and that's why i try to promote you know i i think more people should balkanize and that you and your you and your group should go and buy a giant chunk of land and like make your community f this other community make your community your well, rules see, your way you know what i mean i think i i get it i totally get that um but i don't think it works and and i i know you're into like uh what, what what is it like uh you know you get your own farm and you grow your own food and stuff like that but you know if we learned anything from ruby ridge is that you can't leave it, we're on the same we're like in a big fish tank you know sure. and you can't leave anymore you sure. can't leave society anymore not only can you not leave you can try to leave but society will go get you <laughs> I mean, I, I, and then there I'll disagree again. Have you not seen all the mass amounts of homesteaders that are all over TikTok? And how, how many of them don't pay taxes? And how many of them don't trade with the outside world? How many of them don't, don't buy stuff from Amazon? How many of them don't? That, that, that I, though, those, you know, that I couldn't actually answer for you because I'm not them. But like that, that's again going into the, you you can't force people into ideals you would have to it would have to be a voluntary type situation yeah so what i'm saying is you can there's two options because the, the the problems in society are pretty severe um and they're going to get worse you know food shortages stuff like that but you can't uh well you have two options you either run or you try to fix things and I, 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 I don't think you can run anymore. In, so, in so, so, so you want to use a system that's broken that led us to this to try and fix the system that's broken. So what I want to do is I just accept reality as it is. Okay. Uh, accept that the, the state of the world is in the state that it's in and that we have here in the United States you know, a current uh, percentage of taxation and, and we have police and we have this many military and this many public schools and it is the way it is. And this is where we start, you know, because uh, if you go back into history, if you're like, well, we should try to go backward, it's not going to happen. We have to start from here. And if you think, uh, well, we should try to have this type of ideology. That's fine. And I'm all for volunteerism. That's the way I live my life. However, that's not what we have in the current moment. So in the current moment, how best can we help humans and, and the world? Um, I don't, and, and I, you know, I think I, I tried for many years, you know, I, I, I grew Garden City News it was the largest public, the most popular publication from Wichita, Kansas to Denver, Colorado. And I poured my soul into it. Uh, I don't know if you were an admin on there or not, but I, I was a, not, but I know a lot about it. Yeah. I had a lot of friends on there all over the world who were, who were helping out. But at the end of the day, I realized you really can't change people. You, you, you can't wake people up. 
I tried. I tried for five, five I'll, years. I'll, I'll, I'll disagree because I've been on this pathway for over 20 years. And how many I have, people have you really, how many statists have you? A lot. And I have watched a lot of people go from sucking a boot to living so far off the land. I couldn't find them right now if I wanted to. <clears throat> well, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm sure you, you've uh, encouraged people to live more freely. But in terms of just uh, where people are at right now, I don't think, I don't think people can, can, can wake up in that way. If they if they could wake up like the way libertarians, you know, try to wake people up, then they would have awakened with with this whole 2020 thing. But they didn't. They just they hit the snooze button. A lot of them did. Sure. A lot. Of massive, them. But I but I but I also I also personally seen a giant chunk jolt awake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I. From this 2020 thing, it's it's caused is it has caused such suffering in the world. Yes, that people have either committed suicide or woken up. Sure, and not only woken up in a in a you know traditional sense where they awaken spiritually, they awaken to their state and, of being. And some of it's slow. Like like I I I have a mass amount of followers on online, and I follow a lot of people back. And there's people that I have watched, like in the just in the past five years alone, go from, hey, this something isn't right, to, hey, this is what we should try to do to try to fix it, to you know just like balls out, even, you know, even like yourself, like I, you know, I watched you on, you know, the early stages of following you on Facebook, you know, you were kind of kind of putting the word out there and stuff like that now, and then like here you are today and I really admire what you got going on. Like, I think your, I think your website and the things that you're doing on TikTok are, are extravagant. And I think that you're going to realize that you're going to actually get to more, get to more awoken souls than you believe if you keep pursuing the way that you are, because like, sure, for sure. I, I, like, I just, the way I was used, I used to do it. Which yeah. was like, why don't you understand that, that the government isn't the solution? Where when when people are financially dependent on corporate jobs, and you know, I I, I just saw it prior from like 2016 to 2020. Everybody in the libertarian community knew what was happening, but but we just saw people just uh, just not do anything about it. They just allowed the government to impose martial law true, true but that's but that's because you also have libertarian leaders and i'm going to call them out anyway like spike cohen who insist on using the broken system to fix the system like and, yeah i don't and, believe and, and that's and that's and uh, and that's that's where i draw a line with libertarians because they to me they still don't get it because they're still trying to use the broken system to fix the broken system and i'm just like that's ridiculous that's literally insanity like yeah what what i suggest is isn't to throw away institutions e even socialist institutions like public school um you know back in the day i used to, i would say let's get rid of public school let's get rid of police overnight let's do all these things but but really whenever a society has 
built upon, you know, social institutions, you can't just pull it back overnight, like food stamps, you know, what would happen if food stamps would get pulled out and, and housing subsidies. And I mean, I mean, sure. A lot of suffering. Sure. I mean, I, I, I understand that, but I've also come to the point of my, you know, journey that I realize and understand that we're not going to be able to save every single human and that there's going to be a lot of suffering. And, but there, humanity can evolve in different ways. It can evolve in a way where there's less suffering with the change because we're changing as, as a species, or it can just evolve in a, in a way where, where it evolves, but with a lot of, a lot of wars, a lot of conflict, a lot of suffering, a lot of deaths. All, and, all, all of which are caused by government. What, where do you think government comes from? The, well, like the, the idea of it or. Where, how does it manifest in the world? Like, like the, I, the idea of it is people coming together, thinking that they're coming up with a solution. Okay. But what it is and what it has been for the entire time me and you have been alive is a group of rich guys patting each other on the back, controlling everything, making sure that their friends stay ahead and everybody else doesn't. And they are also the greatest perpetuators of violence, destruction, and death throughout history. Yeah, but who allows that? See, if, 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 there were, if it was just me and you, and like someone came in and tried to like oppress us, I'm sure we would just be like, hey, let's jump this guy. Like, sure. This is- is what like sure no one's it. but it's not just me and you it's 300 mil 350 million americans sure. and it's things but, like public school and the like vast, the police and the like vast, the vast majority of which are financially dependent on the state and when i say the state i mean corporations because that's what it the state is it's, yes. it's corporations it's everything together it's the people corporations political parties, everything together, that's the state. And if the vast majority of people are are dependent on the state, you're not going to get anything done. They're not going to do anything. And that's what's been happening to gun rights and yeah. uh, every, every other freedom in, in the U.S. It's just the people. So you, you blame the, the people and the elites, right? You no, no, I don't solely blame. I don't solely blame you the, give them the majority of the blame. Well, because hu- humans, I, I don't think humans are dangerous. I think humans are stupid and pliable. And I think that the people with money and that are in control know this. And have known this for a very long time. So they use that to their advantage to pursue their agenda, which is keeping the populace comfortable, fat, and, you know, just flat out dumb to what's truly going on in the world. By, so, by so, so you said the, the, the masses are stupid and pliable. Absolutely. And then the, the, you know, the 1% is taking advantage of them. For sure. So, so who do we blame? A mixture of the two, because yeah, I think there's enough blame to go around. No, no, absolutely. I, I don't. I don't just solely blame one. Like it's a mixture of the two, absolutely. And and like 
and and with it being a mixture of the two, you know, that's 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 my point, and a lot of what I do is I'm trying to show you that it's just purely corruption all the way around, and trying to use it to solve our problems isn't going to solve our problems. Yeah, I think so. My method, and I think everybody should try to solve whatever they can, whatever they can help with hmm. in society by first you know developing themselves yes. and then trying to fix the world kind of like what jordan peterson says you know I don't yeah. know if you, I don't oh no man listen i i think i instead of people going off to college when they when they turn 18 like this is here's another one of jimmy's radical ideas i think you should be handed a bag of mushrooms and told you can't come back to society until you figured out who the hell you are <laughs> I mean, because, I mean, think about it, like, you know, Native Americans and stuff, when they reached of age, they were sent off to have their epiphany to learn, you know, their place in life and such. And like, we don't do that anymore. You go from high school and you go to college because you're told that that's what you're supposed to do to better yourself, which I, you know, I, I disagree with because, hey, here I am and I didn't go to college. I'm a high school dropout with a GED and I've just worked hard my entire life to get to where I am. And like... <clears throat> the like <clears throat> excuse me i apologize and then like the people just they don't they people don't grasp individual freedom i get that and that's just because since the moment you were born you were giving you were given a nationalization you were given an ideology and you were raised to believe what your parents believed and like i, I hate to take shots at my parents i'm not even trying to take shots at your parents but like my parents and my grandparents it's their fault that we are where we are today. But see, this they didn't do anything about it. They just sat here on idle, like you're talking. This is where I'm going to push back. And I agree, too. I mean, I, I agree. I mean, we could always blame the prior generations because they, they did. I mean, the, the, the greatest generation and generation. When they come back from World War II. They just gave up and got comfortable. Yeah, I mean, they've always been that way. The humans have always been that way, and they were worse before. Sure. But what I suggest is that instead of blaming the prior generations, because, I mean, they didn't have the humans, we evolved by standing on the shoulders of our parents. So if your parents are abusive, if they don't give you education and so on and so forth, you're going to grow up kind of messed up and you're going to have problems. Uh, if your parents, if, if you feel like you have uh, acquired, you know, uh, knowledge and, and you have to appreciate what brought you to that place. And some of those, you know, you, you went to public schools. I don't support public schools, by the way. I support private schools. I support private schools. Yeah. But, but I do, it's just, where I come from, who taught me how to read a public school. So while I don't support them, I just acknowledge where society is at the present moment, what brought us here, what we can't go back to. And then I, I say, what can we realistically build from here that could take us into a direction that is, um, that is more decentralized? So I'll, when you say government, what I think and, and to be more specific, all the problems in the world that cause a lot of suffering is because of centralization. Yeah. Every time food is centralized, 
that means that whenever that source can't provide that food, then there's going to be famine. Uh, whenever security is centralized, that means that whenever the police go on strike, uh, which I think here in Austin, I think they're doing like they're not they're not doing a great job at all. Um, there's a lot of crime. But, but were they doing good to begin with? Well, they were supplying a, a demand. No, they weren't efficient because government isn't efficient. Um, but they were, you know, whenever you have some some form of government monopolizing a, an industry and then you take that out then there's going to be a lot of suffering. And so that's why I say we can't just wake people up overnight and say, okay, let's live in a voluntary society when you have a bunch of underdeveloped people who don't understand how to do that. And so what I try to do is I try to encourage, like on my street interviews, I, I try to get people's you know, thoughts out. I don't really argue with them. Uh, you know, I, I, I talk to a lot of crazy conservatives and crazy liberals and uh, people who I think are just like delusional. But at the same time, uh, their perspective is important because they make up a lot of the America as it is right now. And we have to heal those rifts. We have to get uh, progressive, crazy leftists to appreciate the traditional values that, that made them, that allowed them to go to college, that allowed them to, instead of work in the mines, to explore intellectual ideas. And it, as long as they don't do that, as long as you don't appreciate what your aunts, what, what the prior generations did, and then just forgive their, forgive their sins. Like you, we gotta forgive our, the, their sins because if if we don't then we can't we can't start from today we, we're trying to fix the past and that's never going to get fixed we sure. just have to accept it as it sure. is sure i i mean I, I i totally absolutely understand that like i i don't disagree there at all like you can't you can't fix the past you got to figure out how to move forward i i mean i <clears throat> i think public schools have been failing so hard and failing for so long now that I don't think it would hurt or cause suffering to pull the rug on that. Like I just, there's, they, well, have, here's how I would, I'll, I'll tell you how it would hurt because most Americans use public schools as babysitters. So true. as soon as you pull the rug out, they're going to have to stay home and they lose a, a significant amount of money in their, in their paycheck. I mean, so it would hurt. American I mean, okay. But it, it, it's, it's, it's either going to hurt them and they're going to fail and crumble and die, or they're going to embrace it and strengthen themselves and become stronger. My, like, I, I you, 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 you can't, you can't rely on life with a safety net. Like I don't rely on life with a safety net. I'm balls to the wall. If I wake up tomorrow and lose it all cool, it's happened before. I'm going to pull my pants back up and try again. Like, yeah, but that's you. That's you. True. Uh, talking and, about and and you and and but you you have to you have to hit that low point I think in life before you get up and do anything for yourself. Like I've I've been the rock bottom of rock bottom, and it was because of my own actions, my own choices. And you have to take self responsibility 
even if you don't have it, because you have to, like you, sometimes you need to be forced into self-responsibility. And if you are in a situation of do or die, you're either going to make the choice to do or die. And there's been such a big safety net built around everybody, you know, even, even myself included. Sure. There's probably a safety net out there for me that I've never taken advantage of. And that'd be really cool if there was, but like, no, I've struggled for it. There's nobody giving me a loan to get anything that I want. There's nobody giving me, you know, you know, a one up because of the color of my skin. Like, heck no, I have drugged myself through the mud and worked hard to get to where I am. And that's because I had the choice to either lay there and die or get up and do something for myself. And it took me getting to the point of lay there and die to get up and do something for myself. And yes, sure. Not everybody's going to do that, but you know, if little Timmy can't read the sign that says that this is a cliff and he walks off the cliff, that's, that falls on little Timmy. Like that doesn't fall on anybody else. It was his personal choice, his personal responsibility. And just like you, you mentioned earlier about like history being written and such by survival of the fittest, like that's life. It's survival of the fittest. If you, if you lose it all and can't handle yourself, like I, I'm sorry, but it, you know, I can only do so much for you. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to pick you up and carry you on my back and hold myself back because yeah. you can't take care of yourself. I, I agree a hundred percent. However, you're, you're projecting your own uh, character traits onto the masses. Oh, and the masses are not capable of taking care of themselves. They're, if they were, then they would have, but they're not. They built a social, uh, uh, they, they have built a, um, a, a civilization that's socialist. Sure. I mean, so I, I mean, I, I, I don't disagree there, but like I, I, I will a hundred percent continue to disagree that we, that we should make sure that they still have a safety net. Like that's, that's well, I never said they would. I, I, no, 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 no. You're misunderstanding. Okay. Um, I don't, I don't support socialism in any way at all. Zero. I don't support the state. Then, 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 then why, then why try to use the things that we have in place that are socialism to move forward? No, I never, I never made that implication. Okay. I mean, I mean, I, I guess I did because you, you, you're sitting here saying that, well, we, we can't get rid of public schools because it'll hurt people. Like that's, we, we have to use it, and move forward. To me, that's using a socialist ideal and trying to continue to use it to move forward. No, what, what I mean is instead of using your energy in vain to destroy social institutions that you will not be able to destroy because you're just one person and you're, you can't convince a bunch like like let's say let's say you were dropped down back in the stone age and you had your same intellect and you're trying to teach austrian economics to a bunch of cave people you're it's not going to happen it's not it's not you're not you might teach one you might teach a little clan but you're not going to do it it's there's a process there's an evolutionary process that you have to allow and that you can guide but you can't change people overnight the vast majority of americans um were not able to switch careers uh, you know the, the republicans the the like trumpers that you know talk the big game 
they didn't they didn't leave their jobs during after 2020 they got their vaccine and they didn't they didn't change their jobs they they're working for corporations i i walked away the moment somebody told me i had to put a mask on okay there you go but you're jim bob true i'm just saying like like that's and that was something that like that like you know i i i talked about a lot and pushed a lot of course and like like Sure. Out of a thousand people, three of them probably didn't put their mask on anymore, uh, you know, that I inspired. But that's three more people that weren't there the day before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not looking. I I, I came to the realization a long time ago that I realized that I'm never going to get the entire mass populace to understand or get behind the ideals of individual freedom like that that that, that's impossible that's insane i'm not gonna i'm not gonna compete that but like i also realized that you know as much as it does suck and as much as it would be terrible to wake up tomorrow and you know there'd be chaos on the streets because somebody took the police away I, i i don't i don't feel any sympathy for the socialists that allowed it all to get to that point. And if they were to, that's that's the, that's the difference between our different perspectives. And I, and I get it. And I used to agree with you hundred percent. Like, Hey, because I feel oppressed, you know, I've always felt oppressed all all throughout life. I've been oppressed. I understand. I've experienced racism. I experienced border issues. Sure. I'm sure. Yeah. And so we had to pay money to like to go through a make believe border from a race of people that aren't weren't even here before us. Like sure. I felt oppressed this whole time. However, um, as I've I've grown older, I've I've come to understand that people are weak and I do have sympathy for socialists. I don't agree with socialism, but I have I pity them. Like I have sympathy for them. I have, I feel if you want to get all woo woo, I, I, I personally believe that I believe like in a form of reincarnation, I believe sure. that we, that everything exists at the same moment and mm-hmm. that every possibility that we jump through portals, like yeah. our actions take us to different futures. And I believe just like Jesus taught that we should view because they are, a homeless person on the street as ourselves because sure. in a different reality that would be us if we would have experienced life if we would have had their genes and their environment yep. nope. would be alcoholic homeless mentally insane you know Absolutely. so but but i like i i have more compassion and sympathy for the homeless guy sitting on the road side of the road then i have compassion for somebody telling me that they're going to hold a gun to my head and force me to follow their beliefs i get it but i you should strive to have compassion for them too Uh, you get what i'm saying i mean i i I understand that but at at the same time like and and i don't have a problem showing them compassion but like i know that they're not going to reciprocate it so why should I be why should I be concerned with their outcome if they made the choices that led them to their outcome? Because 
you. It's it's all about you. Like it, it, who cares if they they don't reciprocate? It's about you. But that, no, no, no. I mean, the reciprocation is not even the point I'm trying to make there. My point that I'm trying to make there is they dug their grave. They can lay in it. You could say that for every single human on the planet. Yes, um, and I would. And, yeah, but if like I, I, I um, a lot of the the suffering that goes on in the world is because we incorrectly view ourselves as individuals. Um, it, I don't know if you're into meditation. One, one of the I, I am, and I understand, and I and you know very deeply understand the connection as one. But I also understand that as one, we are also living individual, you know, individual experiences as that one. And if you, if you make the mistakes in that individual experiences that lead to your demise, that was that lesson that, that the one learned, like, like, you know, because they, they led themselves to that demise because they refused to change their mind. Like, you know, like you were stating earlier that about them not changing their mind, you know, they, they refused to change their state of mind. They refused to, you know, come and have a civilized conversation about perspective and they led themselves down that path. And, you know, that one piece of us got the comeuppance that that one piece you know, did to themselves by leading themselves down that path. So imagine there's like a little kid, right? Four right. years old. Right. Let's just say like two year olds. Like right. they can barely walk. Right. And they're walk they're walking towards a cliff. Yeah. And would you help them out or would you say, well, he's choosing to walk off that cliff on his own? I mean, I would I would attempt to stop him, but you can only do so much to stop and guide someone. Yeah, so so that's what I'm trying to do. I see the world right now. We, we've gotten to a point where we have nuclear weapons and we have biological weapons and we have cyber attacks that can disrupt the U the world in general has created these these structures of uh, economic structures that if there were to be a cyber attack, there could be mass famines. There could be horrible, horrible, hellish situations. And, and, and yes, I agree that humanity is, has chosen to build these structures and to get themselves into the problems that they're in. But I have to do, since I, I believe that we are all one, um, I have to try to disregard the fact that they did this to themselves and I, tr I had to try to guide. I mean, and then, but I mean, that's, that's what I do too, is I'm, I'm also trying to offer you solutions because, because there should be no reason for famine. Like there, like that, that I still falls, like the fact that you've put it into an establishment to control your food. Like <clears throat> there's your, your, your great grandparents made it through the great depression because they knew how to, eat off the land around them and, you know, come up with their own food and such like that. And it's, and it took that, like, you know, me and you wouldn't be here if 
say our great, great grandparents or whatever, didn't make it through the, the great depression, you know, which was supposed to be the worst time in human history for, you know, like famine and stuff like that. But like, obviously it wasn't that bad if me and you were sitting here because our grandparents found a way to survive through it. And, you know, I, I can go back in my history and we were always dirt poor. So like, it's, it's never been, you know, you know, a matter of money with my family. It's just been a matter of trying to, pass pass down some things you know like cultural type things like the only reason i have the slightest bit of farming capabilities is my grandfather was a farmer and he actually farmed bigger things and you know he taught me that kind of stuff which i didn't really do until later in life but like so so you you come from like a farming background you you appreciate what your grandfather taught you or his example but what about people who didn't have a dad who didn't have uh male role models in their lives that are you know maybe they're the children of single mothers you know i mean i mean i, I mean I, I was too like i mean my grandfather was somebody we visited you know on occasion i i grew, i didn't have a dad he he left us on the side of the road when i was nine years old literally so so like let's say in georgia right you guys have part you know, there's a big problem. One of the, the clashes today is the black population. The black population has a lot of problems. Black demographics uh, has a lot of problems in society. And you could either say, well, you know, I'll let them hand, you know, do their own thing and I'll take care of myself. Or, and you can blame like slavery. Uh, you can blame them you could say, oh, well, the, 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 the males aren't, you know, raising the traditional families. You could do a lot of blaming. What I say is that we acknowledge the uh, damage that slavery caused. And then after that, Jim Crow. And we acknowledge the, the damage that the, dr- the drug war has caused in that community. And then we have some empathy. And just because maybe like a like a 16-year-old young kid from Atlanta uh, didn't have, you know, good male role models around him and he's constantly involved in crime and things like that, it, instead of like, like just leaving him to, you know, handle his own thing, I think we should try to find ways to help everybody, to be inclusive like the postmodernists want to do but in a voluntary way through the free market. Well, yeah, I mean, no, no. I mean, I, I, I truly believe that too, but you can only offer, you can lead a horse to water, but you cannot make them drink. Yeah. So it's, it's a, it's a process of evolution. You know, like you said, they, they dug their own grave. A lot of people, uh, a lot of people, you know, go throughout life, uh, running into problems, self-created problems. And, and that's a process of evolution. Me and you have done that too. And so that's how we learn. Um, but as a, as a society, we have to be creative in ways that like, like, like forgive people's past sins and, and forgive culture's past sins. I think we have to acknowledge all the crap that, that your ancestors, the Europeans, did to this world all the people they killed we have to acknowledge all that and then we have to appreciate what they did too 
just like our, you know, crazy grandparents that are, might be racist or homophobic or something like that. Just because they come from a different time doesn't mean we have to just not appreciate everything they did for us. So the, the, the thing I'm trying to do, like with my TikTok channel, is I'm trying to get people to see that different people have different perspectives. Absolutely. And then, and then to, to acknowledge the situation that we're in, because we have those uh, biological weapons, humanity could wipe itself out. And the only way we can avoid that happening is if we have a global shift in consciousness. If we, if we literally go from one state of consciousness to the other. Um, and I don't think it's just about you know, everybody doing mushrooms, because I, I think that would awaken people or give them a glimpse of, of a, a Satori type of experience, a Nirvana type of experience. But we also have to allow people to develop because the, the whole like I used to be a Tibetan Buddhist, I, I, meditation, all that kind of thing. That's that's from the East. Like that's the Indians got that really really developed like yeah, the, Indians, the 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 asians and then the the western models are more they're less about like the the, the uh, states of consciousness and more about like uh how to uh, work with each other and in, in corporations uh, they have their own developmental model and we have to combine these two we have to take the the spirituality of the East and combine it with uh, Western values. And we have to grow globally and as a species very quickly, because if we don't, we're going to, we're going to destroy. Well, I, I mean, and, and then as far as experience, like, <clears throat> you know, we, I, I would like to just reiterate though, honestly, that as far as, being behind as a species, it's really only going to be here. Like in my travels and places I've been to in other countries and such, like, sure, you might consider them a third world country because they're, you know, not monetarily rich, but I consider them very rich because they're, they're, their practices and spirituality and their intuity to the earth have made them, you know, more, more evolved human you know more a more evolved human like we're discussing of having than than most americans or even me and you could ever imagine of being like one of my my first shaman come out of brazil and like she was the most wonderful person i've ever known and like she 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 really opened my eyes to the fact that you know like you you have to at the end of the day you have to realize that you're not going to be able to help everyone. You can try, you can put the message out there and the, your, your message will reach the right person. And I think that's why there's so many of us that have different tactics. Like your tactics are, you know, I, I like your tactics. I used to have calmer, more, uh, you know, tactics like you do. And I just got to the point of, I was sick of it. And that's, you know, mm. that's why I'm a little more brash than a lot of people like, but I have seen a lot more, 
I've, I've seen my ability to jolt a lot more people being a tad brash. Like it might take a time or two and it might hurt somebody's feelings. And I do apologize for it. You know, I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. I'm not trying to, you know, make you feel little or anything, but I am trying to take a shot at that ego because I believe ego death in every human is something very important because they live on that ego. Okay. Life. So speaking, speaking about ego, um, why are you not for, I know you're not for like uh, an authoritarian globalist, you know, that type of thing. But why are you not for globalism? Are you for globalism? I would be okay with globalism if it wasn't in the form of authoritarian dictatorship. Uh, but do you, a, a technocratic authoritarian di dictatorship. But do, you, but, but do you support globalism as a thing, regardless of, of how it's... Well, let's just say it wasn't going to be done in that way. It was just free market, globalist free market yeah no Chinese absolutely that yeah no if it if it was an entirely free market that of uh, that situation yes i would would 100 support that i think but, but that's think, not the people that are in charge and even the ones that people consider good guys like elon he they that's not what they want like they want the technocratic authoritarian dictatorship um uh, Elon is a very evil man, and if you don't think so, I advise you to research into him very deeper because he is not the good guy. I, I get it because you're, you're viewing him as like, okay, he takes government subsidies. He, he doesn't get – the rich don't get taxed. That's not, even, that's, that's not even what I'm talking about, honestly. What are you talking I, about? I'm talking more along the lines of interviews and podcasts that I've kept up with that he's in where, you know, he is – he his funding that he is receiving from the government is because they the ideals of like his Neuralink thing isn't going to be something that's that they want to make voluntarily to sign up like this is something they're they're trying to get him to develop to force upon humans he himself has even said that he realizes that the ais and stuff that he has created was a bad idea but he's going to continue to go forward with them because you know that's what he's there to do. And like he, I, I do advise you looking a little further into Elon because like he, I think he's playing the good cop side of the good cop, bad cop scenario where you have the scientist that seems like he's the good guy and occasionally says something scripted that seems like it's a good, a good thing and a good idea. And then you have the one on the other side, Bill Gates, who clearly has, you know, a lot going on but like when you get into elon he's got a lot going on behind the scenes too and i i, I trust him I mean, even I've, less. Read, I've, I've read one of his books i have one of his books right here nice. um i i follow him i'm a i'm a fan i am also wary of like the Neuralink type stuff i, yep. I i've read you know uh, a brave new world in 1984 and and stuff like that i don't think he is like I don't think his plan is actually to hurt humans. I, I do think he's aware of the dangers that come from centralization. Um, but it's, it's not, I don't think it's up to him. I think he's just producing the tech. Well, no, absolutely. He's totally produced. He's totally just producing the tech. It's not up to him. Yeah. It, it's, it, it depends on what we do with it. Like we can, and this is where I go back to 
but you're going to have the government making sure it's regulated into the sense that they want uh, they want it to be used like cell phones for example like when you when you really break down into a cell phone like there's a whole lot more to it than you're given like yeah but but that's not Elon Musk that's the government he's just building the tech he's he finds yes, yes he i finds, mean but that's what i'm saying finds, though he's he's building the tech and whatnot but like he's He's not just because he knows he knows that they have malintentions with it. He's going to continue to build it anyway because they're giving him the paycheck. I don't think it's like that. I think it's he knows that the tech is tech evolves, and so people build on other people's concepts. And whenever the time is right for iPhones, you know, iPhones were created, and whether and i think elon musk said this too like it what it whether it was him or someone else it was going to be created anyways so it might as well be him because you know i'm sure he enjoys money in that. i mean i i i truly believe that any technology we have today was has existed for well over 50 years and has been in their hands like i don't i don't think there's anything new underneath the sun i think it's just been capitalized to the point of we'll release it as it comes along, you know, in our public view, because the public is eventually going to catch up to what we have. Because, I mean, there's there's most definitely proof of cell phones in parts of history that they don't belong. And I can even show you a video of a woman in 1933 bringing out a cell phone like this, talking about how, you know, it will be in everybody's pocket in the future and such like that. So the technology already existed. It just you know, they, they have to find the ways to make the most money off of it. Well, you know, technology is very expensive at the beginning. You know, sure. I'm, sure, I'm sure in the 1800s to build an iPhone would have taken all the money in the world. You know sure. what I mean? Sure. And then as, as society adapts to it and, and can afford it and, and prices go down, you know, stuff like that, it gets incorporated into society. Um, but what I mean is that I don't think, I think Elon Musk just produces things in the market uh, when it's time to get produced, but it's up to the majority of people to either take, take Neuralink in a good direction where it helps elderly people and people with trauma and things like that, or they can take it into a brave new world direction. Are you familiar with the avatar project? I don't think so. Okay. I, I advise you to uh, familiarize, familiarize yourself with the Avatar Project because I think it's going to give you a different perspective and maybe maybe help you uh, see my perspective a little bit more on why I am against the things that Elon is producing and you know such like that because there is an agenda to it and like the Avatar Project or also called Project Twenty Forty Five has some very very scary you know, technocratic like things planned in it. And like it, it, it's a reality that's going on in private markets that is being funded and has been going on for a while. Like they've got a whole website dedicated to it and they're openly telling you what they're doing. And I believe like, it. If it, I mean, it. And if it doesn't terrify you just the slightest, like, I, you know, it makes me wonder if you're even human, like, cause it's, 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 it's uncomfortable. Like they're, they're wanting to create a matrix within the matrix to, to, basically idiosyncrasy humans even worse than they already are yeah i mean i've been sounding the alarm for for a decade but, 
but but no one cares it's like I, I you know i sounded the alarm but people just aren't aren't that much into liberty and, and, and it's and it's because they don't want to believe it because they want to believe people like elon or whatever is you know is the good guy and he's he's trying to help people but they don't realize that there's totally an agenda behind the stuff they have him create and other scientists like not just him in general like like you know, I mean, because there's there's plenty of other scientists, and I think 2020 has proved that on itself that we'll just do what the money tells them to do. Well, I would I would love for people kind of just to go by the market demand and do what the money tells them to do. I don't see. This is why I don't blame. Like I don't blame Elon Musk. I don't blame even the the institutional investors that invest in BlackRock and things like that. I don't blame them because they're they're just trying to get a good uh, return on their investment. They have a lot of money, and they they're trying to do good things. Most of them are trying to do good things for society. I kind of where I, I, where where I where I think they're just trying to make themselves richer. I don't think they're they're focused on society as a whole. I think they're focused on themselves. Well, it's always good. Like the like I, I'm. I'm poor, but like if I had a billion dollars um, and I had to invest it in something, you know, you can't put it in the bank because inflation and the printing of money, you can't, you can't do certain things with it. You gotta, you gotta invest it somewhere. And so they're forced to invest in stocks, you know, in companies, there's the forced to buy companies or in crypto or in real estate or whatever. And all those things are just full of, you know, status, they're part of the state. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, even even Bitcoin is mostly owned these days by institutional investors. Well, I mean, they, mo- the, the most of it is actually owned by the CIA because they took it from uh, that one dude that they locked up that created the Silk Road. <laughs> oh, yes, of course. They, they, they actually took $6 million at the time of Bitcoin. And that was in 2015 or 2000, I think it was when they arrested him and they took the money from him. It was like late 13 or 14. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. And, 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 and so think about that, what the price of $6 million of Bitcoin was then and what the $6 million of Bitcoin is today. The CIA owns the most of Bitcoin. Like, <laughs> sure. I, bought, I bought Bitcoin at $3 nice. uh, way back in the day. Um, you know, I'll tell you off camera, but um, yes, I'm very familiar with people um, with, with the government taking uh, taking down the Silk Road. It's part of the reason I got into libertarianism because nice. that pissed me off. Yeah, that, they, no, that's a that's a great thing. I've actually talked about a few times on like my TikToks and stuff too. Like I I I fully stand behind the guy that created the Silk Road. I think it's a bunch of nonsense that. You know, Bitcoin is so popular today, and this man's still sitting in prison. Yeah, like, I think I, I'm. I'm not against crypto. I'm a huge fan of crypto. I'm skeptical. Right I'm, a, I'm skeptical of Bitcoin. I've always been skeptical. Uh, I'm skeptical of the crypto world. Period. Personally, <laughs> so so it's kind of like crypto. Like, do you you know, technology is technology. Someone's gonna build it, and true. You know, the people who build it. I don't, I don't blame them too much. I blame more of the people who, who do stuff with it. Like, I don't blame the guy who created the atom bomb. I, I blame the, the people who 
who justified the use of it in Hiroshima. Sure. You know I mean? Sure. The, the people who justified its use were even today, if you ask nine out of 10 Republicans, they'll, they'll justify, nu- you know, nuking uh, yeah. civilians in, in the 1940s. Or sure. And so I don't blame the technology. I just, I just try to help the people evolve as quickly, as quickly as possible. Part of that is just by seeing other people's points of view. Yeah. And I think one of the thing, one of the things that's come out of this 2020 craziness is that the world has, uh, has developed to the point where they understand that we're all in this together. We're all on the same globe. Like people today, if you ask them about people in China, they don't think of them as like a, a different species of human. They just think of them as like, oh, they're in the kind of the same situation we're in. They have the government and it oppresses them. And you have the elites over there that oppress the, the workers and stuff like that. And I think that one of the, the, one of the solutions to this whole craziness is decentralized finance. Yes. I think that that is what's going to help propel us from a, from a species that's mostly statist, socialist, to a species that is able to trade voluntarily, but it's going to take some time. True, true. I mean, see, but my my, I guess my biggest thing, like against, like I'm 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 definitely big time anti digital currency, and I am such a way that I am because, and I can give recent examples even because of like, look over in Russia, look over in Canada when the truckers were getting together, like look how quick they shut your digital currency off like that that that's why i'm like ooh, I, you know that's that's a total bad idea i personally i i, I like to invest in tangibles um you know because if the money was ever to completely collapse i'm pretty sure my locker full of liquor and tobacco will get me traded really far compared to somebody that's trying to give digital currency that they can't get hold of anymore because there's no power like, it's good to diversify. Yes, yes, but absolutely. I, and 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 I think it's good to to decentralize in all areas of life. Yeah. Decentralize your your investments. Decentralize your income streams. Yeah. Decentralize everything because it's whenever things get power structures get centralized that bad things happen. Absolutely, absolutely. And so I'm I'm in support of all this tech. I'm, I'm in a big tech hub right now, Austin, Texas. Um, the airports are crazy here. People are coming from all over. Um, I've had friends come in from out of town. I mean, this is a really high tech area. They call it Silicon Hills. And uh, I think it's really going to be the next Silicon Valley. And I think that we have to use this tech. And that's part of the reason I got dragged here is to help people use this tech in a good way. And to decentralize it, to use it to decentralize the the world, uh, to democratize uh, humanity, and to uh, because democracy is the smallest, you know. I mean, I still think democracy is mob rule, but yeah. Well, democracy in the sense that real democracy is trading, trading voluntarily. You vote with your with your currency, and that's. Uh, that's what I think a real democracy is. And I think the world as a species, humanity as a species, needs to dem- 
democratized through different currencies um, and through different, uh, you know, just to just to uh, accept everyone as they are and uh, and appreciate where they come from and 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 try to trade more with other civilizations. Awesome. Well, man, this this conversation has been really good. Actually, I've really enjoyed my time sitting here talking to you. Like I, I love talking to folks that you can have civilized conversations with, even if you have things you disagree with, and you can, you know, still at the end of the day, get a good message out there. And I think, yeah, I think you've done a good job there. And ladies and gentlemen, I'd, I advise for you to jump on over and check him out on his TikTok and on his uh, website, which you know I've posted on here, and they will be posted below the uh, podcast when people go to check it out. Um, so, Adam, thank you for coming on with me, and I'm, I, I hope maybe I can have you on again sometime with some of my other admin, because I'm sure they'd love to ball some ideas back and forth off your head, too, as well, because, like, this, you've, you I, I like you, bud. You've got some good stuff, good head on your shoulders there, and you've got some good stuff going on, I think, and I think thank you'll you go far. Ha- thank you. Thank you for having me, and, yeah, check me out on my TikTok and uh, American Perspectives, uh, adamgonzalezlevy.com, and also, I'd love to have you, I, I'm, I'm thinking about doing my own podcast long awesome. form because tiktoks are like the the opposite of podcasts like right you get these little especially with the new algorithm and everything yeah but um yeah i'd love to have you on my podcast too awesome. i'd love to have you be a regular guest and we can do regular guest appearance when uh i've got a i've got another show coming up on uh the red pill project uh with makes you think and maybe one, maybe one day here in the future, I can get you over on that show too. That one will be a live show though, because I'm not set up to do live yet. But Josh over there and the work I do with him is all set up live. So that's that's some good stuff there too. You're yeah. welcome to find me on there as well. I've, I've got a kind of got some stuff going on over there as well, as far as like you know episodes and um, you know just stuff that I do for Josh on the site regularly to keep his social media platform moving. Awesome. Sounds good, man. So, well, thank you everybody and we'll we'll see you around on next time. Y'all have a great night.